Welcome birders, this is Ed Pullen, your host of the Bird Banner Podcast, where birders talk birding. This is my second one-take recording episode from Morocco. I'm sitting in my room with Bruce Labar, my roommate, and he's putting up with me recording this, so hopefully that won't be too obnoxious. Uh, I want to first apologize for an episode one, calling Michael Carmody, our guest, uh, our guest, our uh, tour leader for the trip, but Michael Legacy. <laughs> He's Legacy Tours, not Michael Legacy. I guess he has a legacy, but that's not his name. We just finished day two of the uh, Legacy Tours Morocco trip. Uh, we had a great day today, and I'm going to start talking about yesterday. We left the Hotel Tubkal about seven in the morning and headed towards Rabat, which is north up the coast. It's the capital of Morocco, and we kind of drove really past that. Uh, but we stopped at a few places on the way. The first was a roadside marsh where we just got our first introduction to a lot of the shorebirds of this area. We saw uh, collared pratt and cole for the first time. That's a cool bird that hunts in the air uh, and is sort of like a shorebird and sort of like a swallow and sort of like a mix of a bunch of things. We saw red-crested poacher. We saw both red shanks, spotted and common. Spotted was a life bird for almost everyone on the trip. Uh, and especially Bruce and I like that. Uh, we saw uh, spotted, uh, we saw uh, curlew sandpipers in almost full brooding, breeding plumage with their brick red bellies right next to Dunlin with their black bellies and Dunlin a little smaller, that was cool. We got a really nice look at one Mediterranean gull, which is a black-headed gull, uh, mixed in with a whole bunch of black-headed gulls, that's their real name, black-headed gulls, uh, and uh, it had a red bill and a little partial eye ring that was really cool. Uh, and had 30 species at that one stop, so that was pretty cool. Uh, made several stops on the way north. One of them was at a sewer pond by a McDonald's, uh, and uh, can't go on a birding trip without an STP. Uh, and uh, saw African blue tit, a recently split uh, species from uh, blue tit in the rest of Europe, and lesser kestrel. Uh, today in the, in the van ride, Marcus uh, Ronig, one of the friends from Tacoma who's also on the trip, uh, told us the story of seeing Lesser Kestrel near the Seville Cathedral in Spain. Uh, he was trying to decide if it was a, a common kestrel or a lesser kestrel, and he looked it up in the Collins Guide, and right there on the page, right beside the picture of the kestrel, is a picture of the Seville Cathedral. Turns out the Lesser Kestrel nests right in the uh, windows and cavities on the cathedral and is a colonial nester there, so that helped him figure out that it was a Lesser Kestrel. Uh, we went to a place called Oud Sharat, I'm sure I butchered that name, but Oud, O-U-E-D, is the, uh, uh, I think, native language, I think, Arabic name for river. And we walked down past a river uh, through some sheep pastures and saw lots of crested larks, uh, saw Kentish plovers down there. They're a, 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 a little plover with a partial neck ring, uh, and they were behaving a lot like killdeer do, except they would, to lure you away from their young or their nest, they would drag their tail on the ground and run along in a sort of funny fashion that was pretty pretty entertaining. Uh, we also saw little ringed and common ringed plovers, a Eurasian oyster catcher, over 60 collared pratincoles that were just overhead all throughout the time we were there. Saw two shrikes, great gray shrike that was recently split from the uh, our northern shrike and uh, the same, another shrike in Europe. Uh, and uh, so wood, wood, wood chat shrike, uh, saw a little owl, uh, which is a lot like our burrowing owl. They're pretty common here. Uh, 
we uh, made another stop at a place called Sidi Bugaba Lake. Uh, that was our last stop of the day. Uh, and it's a regional park where we saw white-headed ducks. They're really gorgeous duck that's sort of like a ruddy duck but even a more outrageous blue bill with a big lump on it it's just really cool uh, saw the highlight of the trip for our guide Muhammad he saw two Muscovy ducks uh, somehow they must have been transported over from Mexico and were on the lake there and we're not sure if they were the first two Muscovy ducks seen in Morocco or the first two he'd seen in Morocco but whatever it was he's been pretty excited the whole trip about getting Muscovy duck for his list uh, so we have all gotten a good chuckle about that. Michael, the, the tour leader here, is a really big Mexico birder. Leads lots of tours there, and so Muscovy Duck is right down his, uh, right down his alley. So he got a, a real thrill out of showing, uh, showing Muhammad Muscovy ducks. Uh, we had a nice dinner and got a good night's sleep. Uh, unlike the night before when I didn't sleep so well, and uh, today I felt much better. So today we had another good day. A lot of driving today, but a good day. We drove uh, into some upland habitat in the, in the morning to try for some migrant and local species. Took a walk and during some showers, a little bit of rain, into some uh, fields uh, near a wet area. Got really nice looks at some, some uh, passerine birds. Corn bunting, they seem to be everywhere. We got really good looks at them and heard them frequently. They, they sound, Marcus and I thought they sound a little bit like a savanna sparrow with a little extra stuff going on. Uh, we saw a female cyril bunting. We're hoping to see a male. Got really good looks at common cuckoos. Heard them calling. They say cuckoo. I mean, just just like their name. Uh, and uh, we saw at least three of those. Got a little glimpse of a Eurasian hoopoe and a really nice long flyover of a booted eagle. So that's our first eagle of the trip. Uh, then from there, we went to a forested area to look for a double-spread Franklin. Uh, Heather and Muhammad got a brief look at those, and we all heard them, but they're pretty tough to see. They stick to the, stick to the brush. From there, we uh, took a long time to try to get a look at a common nightingale. It was singing, at least three of them, singing like crazy. And the most uh, any of us except uh, Michael, our guide, uh, got a look was at a bird flying through the bushes. We never really got much of a glimpse of that. We're hoping for that later, and a lot of us have seen it elsewhere. But we had a really nice walk around there, and had a good time. Stopped at lunch. Lunch was a little bit of an experience. Uh, in Morocco, I don't think a lot of people go out to lunch, so it was hard to find a place that was interested in serving lunch to 12 people. Uh, and on this trip, we're pretty much stopping for lunch somewhere rather than just eating a picnic on the way. And uh, so we had to try a few places. We finally found a roadside stop that actually it was just perfect. People had sandwiches, I had some bread and uh, mustard. It worked out fine for my vegan diet. And I, anyway, it, that lunch worked out fine, but it was a little bit of a stressful situation for a guide and, and Muhammad was trying to find the place, but it all worked out. Uh, and then in the afternoon, our real target was a, was a, a special owl that's sort of like our short-eared owl. It's called a marsh owl. It's darker than our short-eared owl. It's a really beautiful bird. Uh, but Muhammad had it all staked out at a place uh, where the local farmer's kids uh, knew where it was. And we went there. It was a little bit of a walk, maybe a mile or a little more through some agricultural areas to find it. And we walked on in and wasn't in the place he thought it would be. It turns out that some Spanish birders had been there earlier in the day and had uh, flushed it from the spot it was usually at. But not to fear, Muhammad talked to the farmer's, uh, farmer's kids and they 
knew right where to go, and they walked out in the field and flushed it for us, and we got really good looks, and I think I got some pretty good pictures. I'll put those on birdbanner.com, the website, and you can see those. And uh, that was a cool bird. And even Michael, uh, Carmody, our guide, that was a lifer for him, so he was really excited that he got not just a first Morocco bird, but a lifer for him, and he's traveled a lot, so that's pretty cool. We saw a harrier in the distance while we were there called Montague's Harrier. Uh, it's a, a real pale harrier with dark wingtips and lacks the white rump of a, of a hen harrier, so that's how everybody figured that's what it was. Uh, and then we uh, headed home. We were going to stop at some wetlands on the way home, but there's been a two-year drought here, drought here in Morocco, and it's just been very dry, and the wet areas we're hoping to look for had dried up, and it really didn't bother me a whole lot that we got home by six because I was starting to fade by then. Uh, had a nice uh, vegetable chajin for dinner uh, and sat with Muhammad for dinner and had a great talk. It's really cool to hear at least a little bit of his story. He's become a certified guide in this country. He's pretty well known uh, and is quite a good birder. Uh, so he's been fun to be around. And that wraps up the first two-day report from the Morocco trip from the Bird Banner Podcast. Good birding. Good day.